0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. That was a fucking failure. We're going to stick with that? Failure. Lost the lead. Tied the lead. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 34 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premiere Video Game Podcast. We're a two man crew again tonight, but there's plenty of news to go over. Dreamcast emulation may be coming to our Nintendo Switches. There's an update on working conditions at Rockstar via Kotaku and Jason Schreier. NPD numbers for September are in, including Dragon Quest XI performance in the West. There has been a potential leak of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate's roster. New titles have been added to PlayStation 4 Greatest Hits. New hardware has been announced from Analog and Intellivision. And Resident Evil will be coming to Switch. There's one more bit, and I totally just, like, petered off my intro. We got that in medieval, right? That's it. You threw yep. it in there. Clarification on last week's story. I guess it's more of a correction. It's not mm-hmm. really a correction. It's more it's of an more of an add-on, yeah, update.
1: Because remember, we mentioned there was going to be mention of the mention.
0: Mention of the mention of the mention. Because mm-hmm. Sean Layden was on that uh, PlayStation blog cast. Mm-hmm. And I actually listened to it. I didn't. It was a pretty good interview. Was it really? Mm-hmm. They asked him about some other stuff. Is that what we want to start with? Mm-hmm. News. Uh, it is just myself, Richard Bergman, and Cesar Concepcion second this week that'll be me we're here in the flesh unlike sir daniel fortescue of the medieval franchise <laughs> you like that segway <laughs> it was very segway he's a skeleton yeah. it's october it was very segue-ish. yeah that sounds like a motorized scooter Possibly. All right. Well, moving along. So the interview was with a PlayStation Blogcast podcast starring Sid Schumann. (laughs) You were speculating last week that it was going to be a PSP port, and it is not. This is from Polygon. They uh, kind of summarized his appearance on the podcast. It is going to be a new full remaster of the original title. Remake. Remake. This is a remake. Yep. This is a remake, Layden said. Quote, we've taken the original game design, we've taken a lot of the key art and some of the other ad- attributes of the game design and ethos, if you will, and we're working with a developer called Other Ocean Interactive. And they are remaking Medieval in that design, the original Medieval from PS1, yeah. the one that I worked on. Cool little stamp there.
1: Which which could, that explains part why it's taking so long for it to come out. I'm wondering if they were going to do a, a remaster. and Because they announced it as a remaster. I guess they decided they went back and did it as a remake. Right. I believe it, send send Russell correction if it's, uh...
0: Because the impression like we talked about last week on the boards was like, oh god, not the PSP game, that's what everybody's sweating about. I had the PSP one, I just never played it. I've got it too, we need to give that a shot. That way we can all hate it legally. Give some impressions. (laughs) It's bullshit. I gotta buy the first one so I can know the lore. (laughs) Medieval lore, the deep lore (laughs) of medieval
1: I saw that, um, the voice actor for Fortescue, um... Sir were, Daniel Fortescue. Yeah, the original one. Apparently, he's uh, supposed to be back for this one. He posted some stuff on his Twitter. Yes, indeed. We still don't know what he looks like because he
0: had a lamp post over his head. but He's back recording.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so, also in that interview, this is not from that article because I listened to the podcast, but he was asked, Sean Layden specifically was asked, are more games going to come from this back catalog? And he said, you know, they've, they've got a lot to celebrate and they'll just they'll roll it out as they see fit. Mm-hmm. He wasn't ready to announce anything. He mentioned Crash. Remember when he came out in the Crash t shirt and everybody mm-hmm. went crazy? He's like, you know, there's a whole generation of PlayStation gamers who didn't experience Crash Bandicoot, so this was a you know, they, they have to have the right opportunity to re do these games for the new audience and not just just not just slap it on a disc them out there and some people would say. Right. Like, oh, quick money bucks.
1: Exactly. So my dream of getting Legend of Dragoon, well, it's never gonna happen.
0: Mm, not unless they like redo it, redo it or do some wild arms mm, wild, wild arms. arms may get another uh, breath of life with it being on that playstation classic I, I mean, still want to know what games are on that thing
1: yeah we kind of forgot about it didn't we mm, I know, look every I'll, once in a while because remember am up the wall yeah, yeah. When I remember when it first came out you were just like
0: I need to know now mm, I bought two of them still I haven't cancelled anything I don't me neither waiting to see um uh, speaking of old games, Dreamcast titles may be coming to Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since uh, Sega Ages was announced, um, they said it was a possibility for Saturn and Dreamcast games. Mm-hmm. And there was an interview in Famitsu, and Sega's Naoki Hori said that the company is close to successfully making Dreamcast titles work on Nintendo Switch through emulation.
1: And I, I know they said they, they had the
0: original source code, so they could remake them if mm-hmm. they want to, but they wanted to leave that as a last resort, right. just a remake. They could use the source code and just get it running on Switch. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh, that news came courtesy of Nintendo Soup. I want to throw that out there for them. Uh, there was a conclusion to the Rockstar Games Culture of Crunch. Uh, Jason Schreier went all in on that, interviewing like 90-plus employees. Mm-hmm. He, of course, writes for Kotaku. And it seemed to be a mix of what we talked about last week. Yeah. I don't know that it was any more that we need to discuss. It, just it was, like it was a more of a confirmation, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I know
1: it, when they lifted that uh, social media veil, um, it seemed like most of it was people had a choice. But I guess it wasn't like they were getting uh, the full story from everybody. So
0: Right. This one seems to be more of a litmus test, I guess. You got a little bit of everybody in there. He interviewed a bunch of different people. Yeah. Former, current. I think Rockstar actually allowed him to, you know, like send the invitation to him to interview people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I imagine they want to clear the table and get the proper information on there. It's just something they're going to have to change uh, the dynamic on in their environment.
0: Especially with their game having launched. Yeah. Today. Yeah. Today's the day.
1: I have it still sealed at home. I was, was going to install it, but I know that's a 90-minute process. So I was like, oh, I'll wait until later. I could actually beat a game in 90 minutes. There's a lot of info on <laughs> in there. Yeah.
0: It's a big patch. There's a, like a three gig day one patch too. Oh god. So wow. do you think next week you'll have um, Red Dead impressions? Yeah, very much so. I'm to these off as we go. Red Dead. Listeners, if y'all picked up Red Dead, let us know what you think of it. Yeah.
1: Right in. That's um, muy, muy questions.
0: September 2018 NPD. Results, numbers are in. Numbers are up. Spending is up. The top-selling game was. Did you see this? Spider-Man. Marvel's Spider-Man. Your Freelance.
1: Top... Freelance is where it's at.
0: <laughs> ham. Nice Christmas ham. <laughs> Your top ten software chart. You don't need a job. Sales game. <laughs> this is from <laughs> Freelance. <laughs> this is from VentureBeat.com. I think they're actually the ones that published the info, aren't they? Yeah. So, your top 10 best selling games are Marvel Spider Man, mm-hmm. NBA 2K 19. Shocked. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Shocked. I mean, that was only what? FIFA 19. Three like days. Three days. That's yeah. not
1: bad. Yeah. FIFA 19. Was also what, like three days, right? Not very long. Yeah. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Which was surprising because. That is good for them. We thought that was going to be a bad month to put all that stuff out at once, but okay. They did all right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Madden NFL 19. No shots. Forza Horizon Four, and that was like a couple days too, right? That was not very long because yeah. I think that was the end of the month. That's pretty good. Another thing with that is that uh you know most people I know that have played it are playing it through Game Pass, mm-hmm. so they didn't even purchase that. And they're not counting those uh, those plays. Destiny Two, which I'm sure got a big boost from that expansion that came out. It's a little lower, right? Seems like it. Mm-hmm. For that game of that calendar it's an expansion, I'm sure a lot of people. did they count digital on those?
1: yeah because i'm sure. sure a lot of hold people on, hold on. Just it's got the double asterisk on here uh does not include digital and does not include pc digital yep so it's, yeah. it's, it could be number one
0: that's people getting new brand new SKUs in yeah. destiny too so I imagine there's a lot of add-ons that's especially bad. after oh, it was that ain't, a... that ain't bad for a game that's what a year old mm-hmm. and it was free on playstation plus yeah
1: so. and it was free when you bought a game at best
0: buy any game and gave it to you what i get with that deal oh crash bandicoot yeah switch well done you cross-generation on that one. <laughs> Number nine, Super Mario Party. Hey! I think myself, Russell, and Michael pitched in on this And one. I did not. You I still passed. have
1: confirmed that I have passed, even though it was claimed that I would not pass.
0: We have a copy here, so
1: you can play it whenever. <laughs> when that game hits 1999, I will continue to pass. You will jump. Pass.
0: Oh, God, you continue <laughs> to pass. Uh, rounding out the top 10 was NHL 19 mm. and i heard very unfavorable things about really, it really this seems like it gets worse and worse every year right it they're went just not they're not iterating it's, it's no... like it's,
1: it went butt, and then it's like it came back and mm. it was great and then it just went to turd city again
0: they have no competition it's almost like uh, you know there's no 2K hockey hockey game so this that that driving force mm-hmm. of trying to improve because I remember, I guess it was early PS3-ish, that 2K and NHL, it was back and forth with mm-hmm. EA and 2K. Kind of like the football games were before they locked up that license. But. And
1: then it was like, what, twenty nine 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 99 or 19 for the, mm-hmm. the <laughs> NFL 2K? Terrell Owens edition. Yeah.
0: And number 11, I'll mention 11 because it is the 11th game in the series. Yeah, yeah 11 for 11. Dragon Quest eleven Echoes of an Exclusive mm-hmm. Age. Elusive Age. Not exclusive. Things. Yeah,
1: it's very elusive a loose amount of people bought this. Uh,
0: so this... <laughs> so Dragon Quest XI is, um, is... This story is from PushSquare.com. This is... They doubled their sales record in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So this was a pretty big, uh, pretty big launch for them. And
1: we still don't have the Switch version out too, so that should not only improve...
0: 11th and MPD and Matt... Piscatella revealed mm-hmm. on Twitter that it set a franchise record with double, or dollar sales more than double the previous best, which was Dragon Quest IX: Sentinels on DS, Sentinels of a Starry Sky.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They did not fully fill out that game title on Push Square, but some people are are pointing out that the DS game was like $35, 40 bucks at launch versus yeah. sixty. But uh, you think this is a good showing for Dragon Quest? You think this is something that's uh, a positive? I I
1: think it's good. I think The price will continue to drop. The sales will continue to go up for people who've been waiting for the price drop. And then when the Switch version comes out, I'm sure they'll sell a lot on that too. So I think that will round it out pretty well. So I wish they would stop screwing around and just throw it on Xbox as well. <laughs> just, just put on everything. Let everybody have it? Well, I mean, you want sales up. Just put
0: on everything. Closed out two of my news stories. You may have to go back to the MPD stuff for consoles. I know PS4 was a top selling console.
1: We want to stop after the Dragon Quest, or are we want to go down the list. I can continue. To no, go down you the can list. keep going because I closed my. Time. So number twelve, we have a uh, WWE 2K19.
0: Did that just launch? That's very recent. That must need a, a reboot as well. Yeah. When's the last time you played a wrestling game? Oh God. Um.
1: I think I might have dabbled in the SmackDown vs. Raw on the PS2 age. I know Andrew was a big fan of those. Outside of that, I Friend think the, the, the Golden Age was uh, the N64 ones for mm-hmm. me. And those were always so fun. Um, let's see. 13, we got Grand Theft Auto five. That's still on there. Evergreen title. Mm-hmm. Mario Kart 8. Uh, 15 is Naruto to Boruto Shinobi Striker. What the hell is that? Uh, well, you got Naruto and then his son named uh, Boruto. That's original. hmm
0: When did he have a kid?
1: The very end of Naruto. Mm. Now they're on the Boruto where his son's second over. He's on uh, Naruto's the Hokage. Oh. Yeah.
0: Who do you have babies with? Hinata. I don't, I don't know, know who that is.
1: She's the girl with the... She looks kind of like blind. Okay. Yeah. It's not Sakura. So. No. Which was the main girl. they The went, other chica. They went straight Harry Potter on this one. where
0: they paired uh sakura with the other guy the dark-haired dude yeah sasuke oh there we go there's yeah. some names send your uh, naruto lore corrections to russell no podcast hey I, I did right pretty off.
1: well for something i stopped after episode 50 of the original series before they got the shippuden so <laughs> you quit on that i yeah i couldn't do the flashbacks of the flashback of a flashback i was like mm. too much filler Mm-mm. it's too much Number sixteen, we have Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, another still, evergreen title, still doing well. Uh, Seventeen is the Crash Bandicoot Insane trilogy, still doing well. Yeah. Um, Eighteen, Super Mario Odyssey. Mm, uh, Nineteen, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, amazing and game. Number twenty is Minecraft. I'm assuming <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> rounds yeah, out again. the bottom of that list, right? I mean, Minecraft just came out on the, the Switch, what, maybe about a month or two ago.
0: I bought it. I bought it a month or two yeah. ago for yeah. twenty bucks. Yeah, and it dropped to twenty pretty quick because mm-hmm. I think it was what twenty nine when it came out so I'll i still haven't played minecraft is it do they make most of their money on microtransactions is I, that the original fortnite model
1: i have no idea what the lore in that thing is so i never
0: i don't think i bought it minecraft i'm assuming they're making they're making money at this point on the twenty dollar skew they're fine with that mm-hmm. they're getting you into it
1: i mean a lot of people buy microtransactions in that game for skins and whatever so i imagine they're making money off mostly off that right with
0: microsoft's backing so, good news for Dragon Quest. Mm-hmm. What was the top selling game system? PlayStation. PlayStation
1: 4? Yep, yep. PS4. That was number one. I think uh, it had most dollars in units, right? So, probably Spider-Man
0: yeah. sales pushed that for?
1: Most likely. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, they did mention that uh, Xbox One had pretty good games. I think they were uh, 30%, I believe they said, for the year. And that the mm-hmm. Xbox One X is their best selling SKU. Nope, I was wrong. They are now up to 60% year to date. And then the One X was their best-selling SKU this year.
0: I read somewhere on Twitter. Uh, I don't know the exact news source. We like to have sources that we mention, but I forgot this one. But the the best-selling version of the Xbox is consistently the X. Mm-hmm. The best-selling copy or console SKU of the PlayStation 4 is consistently the Slim.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think the discrepancy or the uh, the is it a marketing difference that makes people drawn to one or the other? Is it is it like a power versus exclusives argument? What, what, what I, How do you think that shakes down?
1: I believe it's just, and this is my opinion, is that the PS4 is the main console this generation, so people are going to just buy whatever the most entry point console is and not mm-hmm. worry about the 4K or any other aspects. And then uh, it seems like more of the Xbox people are more of the people who want to, they did the research, they want to buy an Xbox. They know that not all the exclusives from first party is there, and, and they are going to buy the best one to get the best quality experience they can because that's the one they choose to do so. right
0: you think game pass has anything to do with that you think it really um, helps
1: those? possibly i imagine i mean there's a lot of people playing on game pass so a lot of people are getting part of that and you saw that that article that the microsoft ceo said that game pass is coming to pc next yep. year so
0: yep that'll be huge then, i'm sure that'll be part of their x cloud initiative mm-hmm. i was just curious about how that shakes down because i'm in the opposite camp i have the playstation 4 pro mm-hmm. and an xbox one s and I'm more than happy. I feel like unless I'm sitting them side by side, I can't really tell a difference. And yeah. I'm, I'm happy. Maybe ignorance is bliss as far as that goes, but I'm doing okay with that. The Pro purchase was a VR-motivated Yeah, Yeah, the VR looks
1: way better. Yeah, that and problem. I did notice yeah. that when I got that. That really sells it. I mean, outside of that, I think the only... I'm going to be honest here. A lot of people will probably argue, and I mean, see, they say they notice a difference in the 1X. 1X, I don't... It's nothing that I can. It's gonna make me stop the trains about. Right. I probably only when I see a difference on the on the One X, it's the first party stuff. Like fours mm-hmm. Forza look great on the One X. PUBG, you were spotting stuff way ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, you know, like the Assassin's Creed things, just like whatever to me. I don't. It don't really matter to me. I'm sure the Red Dead thing's gonna be the same thing too. Um, but most of the first party ones, I've always seemed to look better to me on on their respective consoles. So. Right because they know what they're doing. Go where the
0: exclusive exclusives yeah. are. Uh, are we done with NPD?
1: Yeah, I mean there's I mean that's pretty much it. I mean, PS4 won the day. I mean, I think they said Nintendo uh, Switch sales were up also. Um I think they expect them to outsell the other consoles at the end of the year one. Smash the comes out. Yeah, when Smash comes out. They said it depends on how big of a bump they'll get cuz that's probably going to be more of 2019.
0: So, speaking of Smash Brothers. Yeah. There was a roster update leaked on, what was it, 4chan? The it entire was,
1: roster may have leaked via images was, shared on 4chan. It was like from a video game realtor from like
0: Europe or something like that. It's some random place. Printing company. This is from uh-huh. Gematsu. I heard it mentioned as Gematsu on another podcast. So that's what I'm going to go I with. I believe it's Gematsu. Yeah. All right. So Gematsu. apologies for saying Jim for so long. Well, we <laughs> were english We're english-
1: fine and I'm assuming it's pronounced Japanese with Gematsu. Gematsu. Yeah.
0: Um, this is quoting them users were able to decode a blacked out name on the image which led to the LinkedIn profile of an account manager at French printing company Les Ateliers Marina whose clients include Bandai Namco which is the developer of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate so the characters are do you have the list in front of you? yes
1: it's um, Shadow the Hedgehog um, the greatest of all the hedgehogs don't know about that got Index. his own game yeah, he shoots guns and he runs fast. <laughs> All right. Um, Banjo-Kazooie, which is the most surprising one. Which was the bird. And the bear? And the bear. Yeah, there we go. I was like, what, what bird? Um, which is, is solely in the Microsoft account.
0: I'm, sorry. I'm excited about this next one. Uh,
1: Isaac from Golden Sun.
0: Love me some fucking Golden they
1: Sun. They can't do that bullshit because once they do that, they know they have to make another Golden Sun game. It's Contraptually required. Now at that point,
0: they did it with like a fire emblem and all that. We had almost no fire emblem presence in the West before melee. Yeah, and then people were like, "Who are these characters?" Then we started getting fire emblem games. Yeah, but it took what like two of them, two games, because mm-hmm. the GBA ones didn't really burn it. You know, they weren't huge sellers. I don't remember selling a shit ton of
1: them. I think that was it. The GameCube fire emblem. This uh, the Holy Grail. I think that's what it was. I had two of those. I sold yeah. one of them. Yeah. Path of Radiance. Then we got uh, Ken from Street Fighter. Okay.
0: Mock Rider from Mock Rider. I had to look this one up and found out I actually have a hard copy of Mock Rider. It's a HAL Laboratory game, right? Sealed. It is sealed. Is it a HAL game?
1: It is a HAL game. Oh. It says, uh, they said that F-Zero is a spiritual successor to
0: it. Yeah, because uh, that Mock Rider character even looks like Captain Falcon. Probably. Mm-hmm. Man, I was watching gameplay of this. It looks crazy as fuck. It looks <laughs> it's
1: super hard. It's like post-apocalyptic. I th- they mm-hmm. said, they, uh, was it the Famicon disc version? You can create your own courses. Yeah. And save
0: them and stuff. And
1: the uh, the Wii Virtual Console would let you do that. All of them but the 3DS one. 3DS one, you can't save your own courses. I think we read very similar articles mm. before, when we were researching Mock Rider. And then uh, we have Geno from Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars. And they're contractually obligated to make another super, super Mario RPG, RPG. with Squaresoft. <laughs> Specifically Squaresoft. My fucking favorite, the chorus kids from Rhythm Heaven. <laughs> no clue about this. <laughs>
0: what are the chorus kids?
1: Oh, God. All right, so there's no possible way to explain this properly. You would have to open up your YouTube app and start playing them. And just look up mm-hmm. Rhythm Heaven. No, I mean, just... Look up the chorus kids? It's, um... I don't, I mean, because Rhythm Heaven is not a big series. It came out on the Wii originally, the first one, and they have, no, they have one on the Game Boy Advance, and it came out on the Wii, and they have one at 3DS.
0: Is that it, the Beyonce commercial when mm-hmm. she played Rhythm Heaven? And that
1: was the 3, the DS one. They have one on the 3DS, but that was, uh, digital only. It's like WarioWare, right? Isn't it, like, micro games?
0: Yeah, it's made about the same crew. Oh, don't let it be too loud. Let's see if Get people's on. ears. We're going to check out the Chorus Kids. This does not translate well to Podcaster. Alright, here's some backstory. <laughs> what YouTube video is this? <laughs> chorus Kids, rate that
1: character. By um, Source Gaming.
0: How do you make this a Smash Brothers character?
1: It's just them, usually, that's all they do, is usually just
0: sing chorus notes. They look like the fish in the, my girl's uh, little magnet fishing game. The little mouths that go around the... How do you make that a character?
1: I that That's what the one that has me most excited because I, I would like to... Is it going to
0: play like Pikmin? Is it?
1: I, that's because that's what I want to see how it would be done. There it goes. This is what they do? Yeah. That's all they do? How do you make this a fighter? That's bizarre. I w- and I wonder if the the conductor will be there with the baton.
0: That's always... Uh, that character yeah. is always in there? Yeah. It's all part of the thing. Alright, so do you think this is legit? I hope so for the course kids. They also noted that Smash Brothers would have 108 total stages and only 103 have been revealed. How can there be 108 stages? How's this a character? <laughs>
1: Rhythm bass. It's great. It's at a like a
0: Luminous type thing.
1: This is how you fight everybody. This is this is it. Welcome to the chorus, kids. Battle. <laughs> 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 oh god, we can do this all day. I've never played a rhythm heaven game. Oh they're great. Yeah, they're like um they're like Me, a DS GBA. I believe there was one on GBA. I think that's the
0: first one we got.
1: No. It might have been the DS one. I autocorrect. Rhythm Heaven first one might have been the DS.
0: Would you be happy with these characters if we never got any other characters? I think they're funny and great, I would. Or do you think we'll get more as a DLC like we did with the first uh Smash Brothers for Wii U and three D S. Mm. Since I played for I paid for Cloud and Bayonetta.
1: I don't know. I mean, there's so many fucking characters in there. I mean, Nintendo's been pretty good about organically gr- growing the games mm-hmm. they have available. So I imagine we're going to get more or more of a, what do they call them, the ones that are clones you can kind of switch them around. Yeah. I I, I would imagine we'll get more of those based off that. they are called clone characters, right? The, no, there's a the word term? for them. Uh, but the, echo. Echo. Yep, echo fighters. Yep, yep. Because like, the Shadow one's probably going to be an Echo fighter.
0: Ken's probably going to be an Echo fighter. Shadow the Hedgehog. Yippee! so uh, there's and some cool be, images out there of. of and I guess I would
1: make Mock uh, Rider Neko Fighter possibly for Falcon
0: since he's a spiritual successor that would be pretty cool if they did that that is kind of cool mm-hmm. I'd like to see that character fully fleshed out alright there's our potential Smash Brothers roster Um, starting November 2nd there will be new titles in the PS4 greatest hits catalog these are some pretty good games in there did you see this list?
1: Yeah, I think um, the only ones that I haven't played is the UFC 2 and Need for Speed. But I heard that you, that Need for Speed is a pretty good one. It is
0: a solid one? That's what I've heard. I don't know. I'm, don't know. I'm more of a burnout it's, guy. It's just called Need for Speed? Mm. Oh, there's two games joining it. Mm-hmm. There's Rivals and the regular one. All right, so joining um, the current round of... This is the second round, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Joining, joining the initially announced PlayStation Greatest Hits titles... You'll be able to get uh, Uncharted, the Nathan Drake Collection, Until Dawn, Batman Arkham Knight, Need for Speed Rivals, UFC 2, Need for Speed, Shadow of Mordor, Game of the Year Edition, Dying Light, the following, Marvel Superheroes, Lego, Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare 2, Earth Defense Force 4.1, Mortal Kombat 10, Injustice, Gods Among Us, which is the remaster of the first one. Mm -hmm. extreme uh dynasty warriors 8 extreme legends complete edition i remember trading that in and getting big bucks for it Mm -hmm. so i guess it was out of print for a while
1: i think that's the one they're they're pouring over the switch that comes out digitally Mm -hmm. this december i believe in
0: america battlefield hardline and dragon age inquisition all available for 1999 dragon age is a good one these are great games Mm -hmm. i think the best values in this are obviously the uncharted collection that's three games it's like what six or seven dollars a game that and the uh, dying light dying light was, was a lot of game in that was hard to get a hold of too uh and earth defense force
1: um i would say until dawn but everybody should get that free yep
0: i still need to play that we should do that have you played it Mm-mm. we need to do it's, that i heard it's like way.
1: a four it's like
0: a four as i heard it's like a, a like a 15 hour game it's dude we could sit down long. there and stream that yeah we could do like a two session thing uh how do you feel about greatest hits catalogs and releases I'm glad to see it's back. I mean, they
1: kind of like they didn't really go with it that long. And uh, PS3, and it did when it did was had the ten dollar tax, like
0: everything else did at that generation. Yeah, because that generation was kept from what forty nine to fifty nine games. Yeah, I picked up a lot of the PS2 games when they would go greatest hits. That's when I waited too. It seemed like they were pretty regular with those. Because I bought Devil May Cry and all that when it hit twenty dollars. I remember that those days. I just waited. You were almost guaranteed, as as many copies as PS2 games sold, you were almost guaranteed within like 10 months or so Mm -hmm. to get one of those greatest hits, titles. Mm -hmm. These seem to take a little longer. I just like when things get back in circulation, you know. That Extreme Legends, it won't be worth tracking down and and overpaying for. You know, there'll be new copies out there for people to grab. Depending how much they print, because even those greatest hits, sometimes they don't do a lot of prints. That's true.
1: And sometimes they're improved versions, like the Dying Light. Has all the content on it. That's a good and one, no. and that was pretty expensive for a while too. I think because I, I think we jumped on it for what, like twenty nine mm-hmm,
0: with that expansion. Mm-hmm. Black Friday last year, mm, year before, maybe. Yeah. Um. I know, like on PS2, like that Silent Hill Greatest Hits, it had added content. Like it was the, the, the things are different now because you can patch anything anytime. But you know, those were the definitive versions of yeah. those games when when you got the Greatest Hits. Sometimes it added bug fixes and things like that. This is true. Um. So that joins. Here's the previous list. Are they? I don't want to just read stuff. Uh. It looks like they're joining Street Fighter 5, Bloodborne, Ratchet and Clank, Drive Club, Infamous Second Son, Killzone Shadowfall, Little Big Planet 3, Project Cars, Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted Quattro, Battlefield Quattro, Doom. That's right. Uh. Yakuza. Is that Kiwami? It Yakuza Zero. Yeah. Sado and and
1: Metal Gear 5. Yep. Ooh, the good one the complete edition, with
0: all the stuff in it. Yeah, I mean, and if y'all, if you track that one down,
1: yeah, if y'all are looking for a list, it should be on the the PlayStation blog if you want to see everything. So,
0: thank you for quoting that. So. Mm-hmm. That's where we get our news from. News. All right, we got two hardware console announcements. This is pretty exciting. Are we excited about both? Um, I'm on, I'm pretty mint on both, except for the Mega SG. I'm kind of in the same boat with you. Mm-hmm. So, the first one we're, we'll go over is Intellivision has a new console coming out. The very, very Spanish sounding Amigo. <laughs> amigo. Yeah. And the, wasn't there like a European and Canadian computer called the Amiga that was like huge in gaming and stuff? Like, we never uh, got. That's these. what I want to say. It's like they misspelled Amigo. Mm hmm. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, there's something kind of like that already. I don't wonder if that's going to throw off like any of the marketing or anything in, in Europe or places where the Amigo was a big deal. I've seen some footage from those Amiga systems. They look pretty cool. There's like a CD one. It had that weird controller though, remember? Yeah. So, in television, uh, they had a keynote at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Retro. And this is the thing we talked about last week that Tommy and Tallarico is behind. Mm-hmm. And this is a... God, this is coming out in 2020. Yeah, it's a, it's a long ways mm. off. I think it's going to be subject to then. change. Um, this information is coming from Engadget. They had a pretty good write-up. Uh, they announced that it's going to be super family friendly, so yeah. everything on the system is going to be rated E for everyone. Uh, I game, think E10 is the highest, right? E10, yeah, which is what like Elmo's counting, Elmo's um, fun with
1: numbers and letters. Elmo's uh, Journey through Connectland, whatever that game was on the Connect.
0: Connectland. Oh, I have that one. The Sesame <laughs> Street Monster <laughs> yeah. game. You laugh, but I you have it. <laughs> I have it. It's in my collection. I fire it up every night. <laughs> So, Intellivision, uh, the games will be produced with what Intellivision calls state-of-the-art 21st century 2D image processing and graphics capability.
1: See, that's the part that has me interesting, because I remember the Sega Saturn was a fucking 2D
0: beast. 2D powerhouse. Yeah. But I don't know how I can play any 2D fighters on that fucking controller, though. Oh, that controller looks weird. So, you're getting an actual game box. This looks like a console, right? It comes with two... It's like a console that holds controllers. Right. It charges them NFC. This does not translate well to a podcast. The controllers look like they look like a fucking iPod. Looks like an early iPod or soon like or an iPod Nano is what it looks like. Right. So it's got a it, it, if you can imagine that Nano build with a click wheel but it's some sort of trackpad type mm-hmm. thing. Which the in television had the little key card things that you would get for the games.
1: Yeah, because that, what was it, like a phone number thing on the top of theirs, mm-hmm. And they just to replace it with a touchpad on this. So there's no numbers on there. It has like a, cl- a click wheel on the bottom where the original wheel was on the original controllers, where it's like a little knob. You just twist and turn yeah. left and right. And then four
0: analog buttons on each side of the top of the yeah.
1: controller. And it seems like they're doing like a VMU type thing from Dreamcast where the screens are interactive and they have something on there image-wise. So.
0: That's kind of intriguing. It's yeah. a, it almost marries the the VMU and the like the Wii U concept mm-hmm. and the uh, what you remember the GameCube and Game Boy Link cables where you would you'd have a game off mm-hmm. of that. But uh, they also showed off that you could use your phone as a controller.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think so, it, it comes with two, but you can add on your phone for more.
0: Um, it's going to be online. That's how you download your games. Did they show any kind of physical media or was it online? Only? Uh, it
1: looks like it's digital only on That's the whole something. thing. it's going to be from the catalog of remasters from Intellivision and Atari,
0: I believe. And they also announced, like they said, every game for it's going to be exclusive. So it won't be something that you just get from. Well, what was you crazy? You saw that they had an image of ToeJam & Earl they in they there. Toe Jam yeah, ToeJam & Earl. Yeah. So what is that going to be? Like a, a I, whole new? They said would, everything on there was exclusive. So it had to be something new. Side note, the uh, was it Greg Johnson did tweet that uh, Toad Jam and Earl passed Nintendo regulation check or whatever. Yeah, you know, so I thought they pushed that back till next year, though. They did, yeah. but at least it's jumping through those hoops. Yeah, because it'll be next year before you know it. January we'll January be, is a bad we'll month there. already, February's a bad month. The Intellivision Amico, Amigo. they said it's going to be $149 to $179. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a tentative release date of October 10th, 2020. Watch the, uh, there's an announcement video, like a mock-up type thing. Mm-hmm. It's actually intriguing. I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt and see where they, see where they go with we'll, this. We'll we'll see what happens. We always seem to see these retro
1: consoles announced, and oh. they always seem not to deliver towards the end, so... We'll... Dude,
0: me and you got so hyped for that, uh, the oh. Coleco thing. Remember the yeah. Coleco Chameleon? Even with the Polymega. Mega. yeah. We haven't gotten a whole lot on that. And I've, I've when they it. shut off that Saturn stuff, it, it ended up being like arcade footage or something. Ah.
1: Yeah, it's... We'll see. I mean, uh, they, they've had somebody big in the retro community go in there and play the console in person, and he said it was legit, so... but The it's, Polymega? I, 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 the modular system? Yeah, I really like Polymega, but I, I really wish they would take what they have and kind of i know it's cost money but to go hit up retro shows and have people play and get word of mouth out like yeah this is a real thing it seems like a lot of people are very standoffish that you got some people who are going to take a chance on there
0: so are you okay with let's say all they have running right now is like nintendo super nintendo genesis are you okay with them running out there and showing just what they have going is mm-hmm. that what you think they need to do yeah 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 I instead mean, of saying this is what's coming next this is what's coming next you know we're working on this down the pipeline just show what you have going I
1: I, I would this is what I would have done I would have been like hey we're gonna be at these shows uh bring bring your games yeah. if they're confident like hey bring bring the games that you want to play and we'll let you try it oh I man yeah and and but like, hey I'll pop, pop my game in there to play you know
0: right but
1: that's a whole other thing so, and then yeah. your,
0: your enthusiast crowd you know like your metal Jesus rocks and people your jeremy parishes people that that are that are retro enthusiasts they're mm-hmm. going to retweet and make videos yeah. and get your content creators out there so that they can make stuff and which, spread your word
1: which i imagine they will once it comes out but by then you know it's already out i mean you're trying to build up hype there's a lot of confusion out there with it but that's, that's neither here or there i guess we'll find out in, uh, in april of next year when that finally releases so
0: we'll like to see more about it yeah. uh the other piece of hardware is a sega genesis hd console what would you see about this one?
1: The analog? The, what's it? Genesis? MT Mega. Me. Yeah. SG.
0: Mega SG. So mm-hmm. I guess it's a play on Sega and then Sega Genesis at the end mm-hmm. of
1: it. Yeah, because I, I think it does both. Because it was called Mega Drive in Japan and Europe. Sega Genesis in the US.
0: I saw something
1: in the article about Sega CD compatibility. How's that going to work? I, it plugs into the your existing Sega CD.
0: How like it sits on it? It's got the same port. And it had,
1: yeah, it has to be the same thing. Because I think these are these. was And if I'm not mistaken, the analog they're they're popular because they reverse engineer. Right. So I mean, they're they're using like
0: whatever is originally a, designed. It's FPGA hardware. Yeah. So it's specifically it's still emulated, but it's specifically designed hardware to emulate that hardware mm-hmm. instead of being like a Windows machine pretending to run a Dreamcast emulation over the top of it. So that's the difference between the two. Yeah, you have uh, usually have better compatibility and less glitches and things like that. Right, right, right. So this is the company Analog. Uh, it's going to be a Sega Genesis Mega Drive combo, um, one hundred ninety dollars, which isn't too bad. But it doesn't come with a controller. The controller was extra. So yeah, I think they're using like the eight bit ones, right? That's like they who they like that. yeah. That's who they're marketing it with. But I think it'll take your original controller ports. Yeah, it, I see that yeah, 9. They're built in, the front. in there. um, it's gonna be There's going to be an attachment module to let you play Master System games and a bunch of those Mark, those Sega Mark systems from Japan, like the, what, the Mark 1000, Mark 2000, that kind of stuff. Did you see that in the order? Mm hmm. This is from Polygon, is where we're getting our information. FPGA. So what do you think? Are you ready to plop down your $190? bucks? Um, i am <laughs> thinking about it. Kicking it around? I mean, I got a good bit of Genesis
1: games on there. So. Always. There's a couple times I'll sit there like, "Ton to fire up Aladdin. The better Aladdin. The, per- the superior Aladdin. The better Aladdin actually had the fucking music from the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: We're always down for some uh, preservation of old systems. Uh, last bit of news. Do you want to cover anything else on that? Mm-mm. Last bit of news is uh, Resident Evil games will be coming to Switch. This was announced today, I think. I saw you retweet.
1: Yeah, it was Capcom just kind of spilled the beans.
0: Capcom USA said Resident Evil 0, Resident Evil Remake, and Resident Evil 4 will be coming to Switch next year.
1: Yep. All these were
0: originally uh, GameCube games. And now they're making their way back to Nintendo. Do you think we'll get a physical copy? Probably not. This is going to be digital only like Okami and their other stuff. Yep. But we did get Street Fighter collection physical. We did, and
1: we didn't get the beat up collection physical. So Mm-mm. That's a Japan exclusive also that I'm importing. They got a physical copy? Yep. PS4 and for Switch, that's English. The, just a side note, the Onimusha that's coming out in December is also in English for Switch.
0: And that'll be physical for yep. them? Maybe that'll be a month early before we get it. <laughs> Another import-worthy game. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all the news. We're going to take a quick break and be back shortly.
1: And we're back we short, are yeah from a short break yeah thanks for coming back with us very critical crucial
0: break we're gonna <laughs> substantial <laughs> very much needed break we're gonna move on from news to games played we are a video game podcast after all we do have to talk about some fucking games not just news but what we played have you played any games yeah, i know i've played games um my, <laughs> my games played this week is
1: uh Mostly me just trying to finish up punchline, so um uh, anything new to add Yeah, it. there's plenty I got. I'm almost done. So my previous experience and on and I haven't watched the anime, but the anime is a twelve episode arc. Um, what I've noticed in this game is like they've took that an, uh, anime and they were like, All right, let's retell this in a different way. Mm-hmm. So, um I've actually went through the original twelve and I found out like, oh okay, you do it from a different perspective. So you're um Utah your soul is trying to reclaim your body, and through spoilerific stuff, you find out after the 12 episode art, you go back in time and you play the person who has control of your body for another 12 episodes. So it's like kind of like a 24 episode type of anime. Arc. Did
0: they do that in the anime, or is that mm-hmm. just in the game? Just in the game. Oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah, so I guess it, it's something different. I guess they, if they wanted to have the anime as a full season, this is the story they would have told. So it's kind of like a Something different. It's pretty good. So it's like a lot of the stuff you saw going on as a spirit and a lot of the restrictions they have on you on there, you get to see the other end and why that was there. So a lot of Back to the Future stuff going on in there. But this last half of the story, uh, there is none of the tricks. It's mostly straight visual novel. Um, They'll give you uh, some choices like, hey, do this, do that. Um, and you can choose them for a different effect throughout the story.
0: So so is it less gameplay and more of a like just, mass effect story? It's, it's just more picking? Of, a, of a traditional visual novel where okay. you're, you're
1: just reading on there and it gives you a couple of choices to branch out the storyline. Um, I'm at the very end now. Uh, I think episode 23 is it's getting caught up to the point where you kind of do the switch in the story where you're, you're regaining your body back again. So it's kind of closing it up. I'm still not sure where it's going at, but there's a... There's there's a point in there where you you find out that uh, the story is really about these three kids that are getting experimented on as children. Um, they're giving them superpowers, kind of like a Captain America, like a, okay. they're, they're trying to find like a super soldier type thing or Halo. Yeah, that too. Um, and you fi- and you see that they escape their fate. Uh, one of the scientists there felt bad that, about the experimentations on them when they were young kids uh they as they escape they crash into the water and their souls all switch to bodies so
0: i wonder if this is where the anime is going
1: it, it is so i won't go into details <laughs> about force yeah i won't go into details of what switch and who's what going on but you, within these three kids they don't originally have their own bodies. Some shit still happens. yeah and they're, mm-hmm. they're 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 in there they all meet up again and they're trying to work out a lot of that stuff in their past so it's it's pretty good it's it's, it's not bad at all i, I like it um even though this kind of flip the gameplay towards the end, you do know you don't do any more of those ghost tricks or anything like that, and it does go more towards the traditional visual novel styles.
0: Where does the name Punchline come from?
1: Um Well Is it just
0: a term they used?
1: You you'll find out that the the Strange Juice is supposed to be part of a group called Justice Punch. I'm not sure where the line is coming from. I mean there's a lot of references and line in the story where yeah. They're telling this uh, character like, all right, there's only so much you can do that affects the timeline. So you're you're kind of you know timeline. They always use uh, the analogy of you're walking a Tight rope, straight line, there's very little you can do, you don't want to fall off the typerope. That makes sense. So, I mean, there's allusions to it that it kind of can add to that name, so. And there's
0: some comedy to it, so I can see that the Yeah, there's a lot of turn. comedy
1: stuff on there, so, you know, like punchline, so. Yeah, that's pretty good, I recommend it. I'm, I'll probably have it finished up this week. I was trying my hardest to get it done before Red Dead came out, and I probably will, because I can probably, the time that it'll take me to install Red Dead, <laughs> I can probably beat that game, beat so <laughs> I don't think I have an hour and a half of uh, the that's game fun. left, yeah. Uh, so we'll see. I'll go ahead and finish that up uh, this week, and I'll give my impressions of the finale of that game next week. Um, outside of that, I did uh, stay up late last night. Um, well, I woke up late last night at midnight, where my copy of a Castlevania Recomb kind of finally unlocked. So I did pop it up, and I got to like stage four in Rondo Blood. Hey,
0: yeah, pretty good playthrough
1: so far. So good, I like it. Uh, Plays it is- long sounds good. Yeah, I mean, the the options on there, uh, you can you can definitely stretch the screen out, and I don't see too much visual degrade from it. You can go in there and do interlace, you can do uh, progressive, I mean, they do have some options in there. Did you mess with any of
0: those scan line settings? or mm-hmm. anything? How did it look? I left it off. Just not your preference. Yeah, you know?
1: it, it always seems off with the scan lines. I re- if I was going to go scan lines, I might as well just pay it on uh regular boot
0: tube. Yeah, on um, Wii or something. Mm-hmm. It's still entertaining to me that you can get you can get a PS4 Pro and this game for less than a hard copy of it for Turbo CD <laughs> yeah. and the console because mm-hmm. those are $200, two hundred two fifty plus a piece.
1: Yeah, I mean this is this is straight emulated PSP one. So I mean, it's I don't think it's anything to write home about. Uh, the fifteen ninety nine, I'm okay with paying for it. Uh, yeah. Twenty dollars, I might. Be skeptical. I might wait for something that to hit on half price. Maybe ten dollars might be the sweet point for that.
0: So we may have covered this, but it's not ringing a bell. This is the PSP versions of both of the old, older titles. Mm -hmm. This is not the polygonal remake that we got as the main feature of Dracula X Chronicles for PSP, right? Yeah, this is
1: the original one. Like it has the original. PC engine opening and everything. With the that. anime
0: sequence mm-hmm. with the German and all that. Mm-hmm. And death yelling it's at you in German. in German and
1: everything, yeah, yeah, where they murder that lady with the sword, which is yep. really weird. It's good. Uh, but outside of that, it's the original ones, but it's it's, it's weird. It's such a weird beast. It's like the original ones, but then it has the new translation, the new voice, the new voice acting, where a lot of people were like, uh, especially on the symphony of the yeah. night side, which is very different. Since that it. stuff is so
0: iconic. That yeah. intro with the glass and uh, the... They uh, man? they melt that campy
1: uh, atmosphere kind of like they did with the you know the original Resident Evil where that was very campy too. Jill, master of picking locks,
0: yeah, <laughs> master like, of unlocking things. Yeah. So <laughs> a Jill sandwich. <laughs>
1: so I mean, I, I'll play some more of it. I do love Runo no Blood. I, I do think that um, Good ass game. these games are definitely worth it. There's not much going through. There's not much added to it. It's very bare bones. I think a lot of people be disappointed in something they kind of just. There's
0: no museum features or
1: unlockable art assets or anything like it that. It is just the two games, which is fine. That's all right. It which is fine. So, uh, I don't know if this would work for other things. It just works for this one, just because those games hold up well. So, are they the best version of the games? I, I don't know if I can say for certain, but you know, but they're well enough for me to go through it. So.
0: Definitely like to, we talked about this in pre-production, send uh, listeners to Jeremy Parrish's article on Polygon.
1: It is Polygon. Polygon,
0: he ranked all of, uh, kind of an objective look at all the Castlevania games and ranked them out. He's had some lists before that brought attention to opinions and... That some people may not see highly of, yeah. (laughs) Right, like he ranked the Mario Brothers games, I think, and Mm -hmm. then he did Zelda games, so... Uh, some people would say they're a little clickbaity. Uh, it's just an objective look at you know. There's no nostalgia. There's he's he's like this game is good for this reason. This yeah. game is better than that game for this reason. Mm-hmm. They're always good lists. People love lists, and Jeremy writes good ones, and he's played a lot of games, so he's uh, he's got a lot of experience with
1: mm-hmm. that. And I think was it? Ronald Blood was the top of his list. Believe, Ronald so.
0: Blood was number one, but he had a uh, Castlevania Four which people love at like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, and then uh, what was? Because I think Symphony of the Night was what number three. There was one mm-hmm. above it.
1: Two was what, like, the the, the DS, DS one. Yeah, yeah, Adonis, it was it Donasaur? No, it was Aria-Saur, the GBA one. It was the GBA one. It was the GBA one, yeah. Because yeah. Donasaur, I think, was like five or six or something like that. that. was further down the list.
0: So you may not agree with, you know, you may have the nostalgia glasses for some of those titles, mm-hmm. but definitely I highly recommend reading Jeremy's stuff. It's it's very well written, and it's a good read.
1: you got to love the comments. There's always, there's always somebody in the comments always complaining, like, yeah, this was a I was on this list until this was here, and I was yeah. like, "Fuck this list." <laughs> swap
0: swap number nine with number two, and then yeah. you got the echo. Yeah,
1: that's
0: that's that's pretty funny. Um, Are you going to beat Rondo and then go into Symphony of the Night? Since that's a direct sequel,
1: I think I will follow the proper or, order of that, what which was attended, um, and go through it that way. Because there's there's what like this is there four four young ladies you have to save in there? Or It's like three or four. It's not just Maria. I know Maria is one of them. There's a I see the trophy achievements. There's a couple on there you can save. A couple maidens. Mm-hmm. Like save so-and-so. Save this
0: person. I remember when I played on the Turbo Duo that uh, Maria Thomas was the guy who had the Turbo Duo. And he would, he showed me the turtles and doves and all that, mm-hmm. that Maria's attacks were. It was just super cool at that time. Mm-hmm. Very so different. This yeah. was like this this unobtainable Castlevania game. Like, look what we never got. And now there's several options out there. Mm-hmm. So that's always a good thing. Very much so, and it's not the subpar Super Nintendo 1 on the 3DS. Oh, God, it's not <laughs> even, you know, it's not uh, even the same animal. At least the music's good, right? <laughs> not even that, uh uh-uh. because nothing touches that Rondo Blood mm-hmm. soundtrack. I was, I was streaming that soundtrack at work today. I love that. That that was the first CD soundtrack they did, so it was just uh, next level.
1: Yeah. Um. Outside of that, I did um, pick up my Vita again and started playing a game called Air No Surge Plus. Okay. Um, this is kind of like a port of the PS3 run uh one that came out. Uh this is a sequel to Seal No Surge, a game we did not get in America. That was a Japan only release. That one was a bit weird because it was a DLC type thing where you get the base game and you have to buy additional aspects of the game. Uh it's DLC. Free,
0: free to start?
1: Um Or you still I, had a purchase? I think it was, to start. I think it was ten dollars and then each additional expansion was ten dollars. They did come out oh, with Oh, like a, Destiny. Yeah. Basically. Destiny before Destiny. Um, they did come out with a physical version in Japan. We just never got it. So, Air No Surge is a sequel to that one and this acts as a prequel to my Air Tanelical series that oh. I, I so en- enjoy so well. I saw you so mention
0: that in the notes and I didn't uh, I didn't put two and two together. Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, I, I did want to play through it because uh, for whatever reason uh, Air Tanelical 3 is one of the is my favorite game still and it's very high in, on my list and a part of my heart. But, uh, it's hard for me to play something in that series and and get it going just for fears that will never live up to my expectations but at this point i, I decided not, I'd read more about it and I kind of want to play through it and uh, I've probably got about a good couple of hours in the game and so the the way it starts out it's like uh the main characters like dreaming of events that happen in the future like he's going around like all right you already know the code for the story and he's like and he's like randomly saying out numbers like I don't know five six, seven, four, and that was a code for the door. <laughs> and it's like he, he's seeing this stuff that hasn't happened yet, but it's going to happen. Okay. They haven't really touched on it or explained it yet. Um but he he's like uh for whatever reason there's um the world they originally were on was destroyed and they're on the spaceship trying to find the, their next colony, their next world. And for whatever reason the spaceship's are stuck in space, it stopped moving. Uh do you have these uh like musical monsters that um that kind of sing songs that are attacking the people on that spaceship. So he, he works for an organization that kind of protect everybody in the city that they put a barrier above that, that keep these monsters out. Um, for whatever reason, they haven't explained it yet, he left that organization and is now a chef. Uh, who what? Owned, yeah. It doesn't say why he left, um, but there's a girl named Cass that he used to work with in that organization, and I guess she comes by on her day's off and just kind of keeps him company. So it, right now you're just going through and you're trying to find the... Um, I guess the princess of this world who ran away, he's helping Cass. So what's interesting about this battle system is the battle system is, uh...
0: I was going to say, what type of game is this? Like, how, how is all this playing It's out? a
1: turn-based RPG. So from, um, uh, the, the story just started on there. There's not much going on there. I can't give much details on it. But outside of that, the battle system is pretty interesting. It's very different than, um, the Aerotoneleco series. It's, uh, you have Cass. She's a magic caster who kind of powers on, uh... The main character, I forgot the main character's name. Apologies. Uh, so they have his attacks tied to buttons. So you have um, Triangle, Square, X, kind of a la... Like a tri scheme. Yeah, yeah, like Valkyrie Chronicles or Xeno, Xenogears or any of those. And you go through a these enemies in waves. So when you go into an area, they'll tell you red if you're about to get into a, a random battle. And then they'll give you per like a number next to that red. So like on the first area, it had 15 so i had to fight these enemies in waves of 15. And so you do these combos where you can just kind of kind of rack up points and go through if you beat the wave, you'll you'll refresh and you can fight the next wave. If you don't beat the wave, then you have to sit there and defend as they attack you. So it's very addictive because I can beat a wave and if you if you attack a certain wave in a certain combos, you can beat a wave and go into the next one when I have to
0: defend. Like um, a, like a horde mode but with more of a risk reward to it.
1: Right. I mean depending on how you play and how you fight. So right um outside of that it's it's fresh it's different um and after you beat those 15 you beat all the enemies in the area so because uh, i guess they can split it upon depending on how many random battles you get into it's all variable depending on as you go through but that's about as far as I got in there it's it's interesting it's different um i i'll probably go ahead and play it through completion so
0: sounds cool mm-hmm. sounds different
1: yeah yeah i want something a little bit different rpg wise i mean this generation, don't get me wrong, they got some great RPGs with some great stories, but a lot of them tend to be um, mundane, follow the same formula.
0: Kind of feel like you've been there and, mm-hmm. battle system wise, tread yeah. that ground.
1: So, I mean, you, typically those um, Air, tenelco, air tenelco games are not like, they're not going to win Pulitzer Prizes or anything like that for story, but there and they're, there is some fan service in there, especially, but it's good stuff. Slight like harder, they got good stories, so
0: very cool mm-hmm.
1: that's everything I've been playing this week how about you
0: the PSP kick continues I got some more rhythm games in I actually got like eight games in this week but uh two I was super excited for I remember playing this back in the day I don't remember it being that good is luminous and as soon as I popped in luminous and it came back to me I this just got remastered on switch and PS4 and mm-hmm. everything else and uh, since I'm in my PSP kick I was like hey might as well play the original and i didn't have a copy so when that came in i was super excited um, luminous is a puzzle i guess it's just a strict puzzle game but uh, you drop down you have uh, squares and in, in squares of 4 so you, it's a quadrant right like mm-hmm. a like a 4 square game board like almost like connect four type thing yep and you'll have combinations of two colors and you have to drop these blocks down and make other you know like colored blocks of 4 and at the same time, there's this uh, sweeper going across the top. And as you get these four, it'll clear them out. And the more combinations you make of those, the more it'll wipe out with that one sweep. And you'll get more points, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I popped it in and uh, died on the first map. So, like, I didn't have a game save or anything. So I was like, all right, I might as well just start unlocking the skins and yeah. just immediately failed. Yeah. And I was like, okay. It's one of those things you have to get back in the hang of. Yeah, it's a rhythm. Yeah. Right. Um, this is probably one of the best puzzle games outside of Tetris that I can think of. This yeah. is a badass game. So the second, the second time I played, I unlocked like eight skins. I just kept going and kept going and yeah. kept going. And I was playing. I had headphones in. I was listening to the music. The soundtrack's phenomenal.
1: And I always heard it's recommended to play with headphones.
0: Yeah. God, it's so good. And I looked up and it had been like almost an hour of yeah. me playing this game. And I just I lost track of time and everything unlocking those skins. The only thing that threw me off, so we noted the soundtrack. Each level has its own soundtrack. And as you reach a certain level, like a certain uh, amount of, I guess, points or blocks you've cleared, mm. it'll switch over to the next song. And when it does that, it changes the the layout of your blocks. Like you, I think you start off with like an orange and white design, or an orange and silver. And then the next one will be like red and white. Mm. Um, the shapes of those changed on the the map I failed on. It changed into circles. So it's groups of. It was still the four quadrants, but they were in circles, and that totally threw me off. It's like it went to a it speeds up like Tetris, where the pieces start falling faster and faster. Yeah. But that the the circles just like it blew my mind. I I had worked so f- so far getting into this game, lining up these squares, that when they changed that, I failed. Yeah. They Started adding up just like Tetris, and then you fail if it gets to the top and your, your little sweeper can't get across. Um, love some luminescence, good mm-hmm. stuff. Another rhythm game I popped in was Rock Band Unplugged. This was mentioned in, when I started my PSP kick. I started looking for definitive PSP games. You know, what's exclusive? What's different on this platform that I can't get anywhere else? And Rock Band was mentioned on Mm there. I'm like, Rock Band? How do you translate that to PSP? Like, what does that consist of? So this is another one that when I started it, I failed miserably because I I didn't didn't grasp the concept. Have you played this Rock Band Unplugged for PSP? Yes. This is... A super cool version of that formula. It's like,
1: a what is it? Amplitude Frequency, one of those two games where it's like a... I mean, it's the same people who made that game. It's like mm-hmm. an evolution of that. So. Harmonics. Like, yeah.
0: it, it was almost like where they wanted to go with their music franchises with with the freedom of not having to include the plastic instruments and the drums mm-hmm. and the microphone and all that. And so, they, can,
1: they can use licensed music. Oh, the yeah. music's great. Yeah.
0: Foo Fighters, Nirvana, mm-hmm. uh there's a Weezer song on there. This is like some of my favorite stuff. It's mm-hmm. a Jethro Tull track. I played yeah. Aqualong on there. So how this one plays out is, it, is, is if you're familiar with a Guitar Hero rock band game, where you have the uh, the notes are coming towards you. Right. You have to hit the buttons in the right order. Mm-hmm. I started on easy to get the hang of it. So it uses the faceplate buttons on the PSP, and there's no strumming or anything like you would do on the plastic instruments. It's just button presses. Um, Joel, the guy that designed our our intro and outro theme songs he would play ddr at the arcade and then when he wasn't at the arcade at home he would actually practice on the keyboard like he would download those songs and there was a there was some kind of program he used on pc where he would play those ddr songs and, and track that those patterns and stuff get and the rhythm was, down mm-hmm. yeah
1: that's pretty good if you can do that from something from your feet and do it with your hands that still translate it well well he
0: knew what notes were coming out. Yeah. like he knew what to expect and and uh, this rock band plays out kind of like that, it separates the instruments. So you have bass, drums, vocals, and guitar. Mm-hmm. And you may start off, like Aqualung starts off with that famous... So you start off on the guitar one. But those notes as you're playing that instrument only go so far, and then that lane like turns off. But you can see in parallel on the, on the outside of the screen and the widescreen on the PSP screen works wonders for this. Mm-hmm. You can see those other instruments, how they're... Like, I think you can switch to them and still play them if you want to, but but definitely once you get kicked off the track you're on, you have to switch to the other ones and pick up like pick up where those notes are going. Mm-hmm. So it added variety of the gameplay, because I'm like, how do you translate Rock Band to a, a handheld with one screen? And this is probably my favorite way to play Rock Band, if I have to do it solo. Yeah. I'm not going to come up here and set up instruments and play by myself. That's Rock Band's kind of a party. You know, it's a party game for people. But this... Switching between, you use the L and R buttons to switch between the Mm. tracks. It just, it's a lot of fun. And there's a, I noticed this on like the first or second song I played. When you switch between the tracks, like if you start off on the guitar one, the guitar music, it's, you you hear the whole song, but the guitar music is just a little bit more pronounced. Like you hear that a little bit better than everything else. The vocal, same thing. Like you hear the singing a little bit Mm. more and then it'll switch to the drum. And all of a sudden the drum's a little bit more in the forefront super well done yeah. i think it's i think it's great they got a they got a version of that <coughs> ps3 i believe it was also a cool thing because it started off with 10 songs i think so i'm just poking around the settings like seeing what i can edit and it'll let you unlock everything all at once so i just did that and then played some more songs and that's a hell of a portable game mm-hmm. between that and luminous that's some damn good uh puzzle puzzle on the go the last game I played is probably the game that is being most played around the world. I have been fortnite Oh Oh, not, not Foursquare? Actually beat Fortnite. Yeah, Foursquare was luminous. Actually beat Fortnite. I never have to play it again. That's a lie. So uh, my co-worker Derek and his son had been asking me to play for a long, long time. One does not simply beat Fortnite. One did beat Fortnite and would probably go back and play it again, even though he beat it. <laughs> Uh, they've been asking me to play the, uh, not the save the world mode, but the Battle Royale style of it. And I've tried this on Switch. i never tried it on PlayStation. I've only tried two solo rounds on Switch and did not have fun with it. Mm-hmm. But probably because it was solo. So I played with them. The first round we came in second. The second round we came in third. Mm-hmm. And then we got the Victory Royale on the third round we played. And uh, I kind of get it. Kind of get the addiction behind fortnite you didn't build the towers i didn't build a damn thing i did accidentally pull up the builder you draw out this map and pencil and all that and you run around with that thing in front of you i did that by accident a couple times because i was trying to crouch and crouch is clicking the stick instead of being like PUBG. g mm-hmm. um <coughs> sorry about the coffin this is a lot more arcade than PUBG. This is not what we're used to, and I think that's why we have lended more towards PUBG. Um, there's definitely an, a whole other narrative. There's shields you can get. The building thing, like I watched a couple of the finishes, and these people are just building stuff. They're doing such crazy shit, like they can't shoot each other, all that kind of stuff. It's just it's, it's a different game. Yeah. It's a whole other animal. I could see where they took inspiration from the H1Z ones and the the Arma mods and all that and the PUBG's, but it's definitely its own spin on things, and there's a lot of cool... I could see why why it became so popular and why people were wanting to buy skins and the cool stuff that they do with the map. Like, the, the night we played was the very last night before they came out with this... They don't want you to call them zombies, but there's something, you know... There's like a narrative inside the map where this thing that had been sitting there for a while exploded and these things came out. Mm-hmm. And we played the night before that happened. So there's actually a PvP, VE aspect to it now where you're fighting these creatures that are coming at you. Um, I've long said that uh, I'll play a bad game with friends and have a good time with it. And I wouldn't say this is a bad game, but again, I don't think I'd play it by myself. Yeah. It's definitely a group thing. You'll have to get on there with them. They, they taught me a lot and showed me a lot. Like it would have been intimidating just trying to jump in there but it was it was definitely a lot of fun with people i miss having vehicles as long as i can play on ps4 you can we were playing i was on xbox one s he has an original xbox one and then his son was on ps4 so we were playing that way and the chat worked and everything i was like damn uh it actually popped up on my xbox it said a player from another platform is in this party or something like that i was like and you just have to approve it it seems like just did you say okay I got a scratch in my throat. I can't get rid of. We got anything else we want to go over before we uh, before we wrap it up? Wrap this bad boy up. You want to tell us where we can be found at and everything? Oh God, I don't know if that's off the top of my head. Dude, uh, I'm struggling, man. That, my, um, my throat. I got that itch in my throat. I can't get rid of. Let's see it if up. I can nail this down in the tears
1: over here. And um, one take doubtful. Um, you can find us on Spotify. Yes. That's uh, one uh, Stitcher. Yep. Uh, Google Play. Another Store. one. Yep. Well, that's accurate. Uh, iTunes. The Apples Yep And SoundCloud Right That's our
0: partner That's our hosting partner Damn Did I get them all? You're doing great sir Hey I've been doing this every time And you're a willing You're a willing uh, I'm the fucking Manchurian candidate (laughs) The
1: clone Stitcher Spotify (laughs) iTunes (laughs) The Stepford Wives of uh, Relaying the podcast information Yep Yep and uh, you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Via, what's our account there? No Podcast. Just search for No
0: Podcast. Yeah. That's all you got to do. No Podcast on
1: everything, actually. We are.
0: Send your corrections to Russell uh, via email, Podcast at gmail.com. It's got about 1,000 pages now. He's still going through emails. I think that's why I had not come back. Mm-hmm. He's looking through bountiful copies of emails. Yeah, okay. it's a lot of emails. So keep sending them in. Yep. Russell will keep reviewing them. Yep. He's uh, going through them like a fine tooth
1: comb, kind of like uh, Spaceballs. Comb the desert. <laughs> <laughs> the comb's
0: going through. He says, yes. <laughs> I forgot that scene. Oh, yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us this week, and uh, we hope you join us again next week. All right. Adios. Bye. Mic test. Mic test. Mic test. One, two, one, two. Mic test. High boy. Bitch. Bitch it is.